Hello and welcome to the Who's He podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. Hey, Paul's back. <laughs> I'm back. You're back. Well, you, you've been pre-recorded before, haven't you? <laughs> yes, interestingly. Yes, interestingly, yes, <laughs> pre-recorded. Um, yes, so on this week's show, we'll be taking a look at the latest Doctor Who uh, episode, The Rings of Ak Hayton. Uh, but first, actually, before we do the news, there's just one thing. Who, um, I'd like to say, last week's episode, who picked up on our April Fool's joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul McGann, degeneration. Come on, folks. <laughs> it was well, a... How many people actually listened to it on April the 1st? Well, that's... The... Well, actually... To actually realise that it was an April Fool's. That's the thing, probably... that's the thing. Now, I did, I did actually tweet afterwards who picked up on the, on the next day, on the 2nd, you know, who picked yeah. up on the April Fool's. Uh, yeah, it, the, uh, the degeneration story and Paul McGann coming back was absolute nonsense. <laughs> Never mind, never mind. But but is it? That's all I'm going to say, but is it? Yeah, yeah now talking of um, ex-Doctor Who's coming back uh, to, the, uh, to the role for the 50th, um, obviously this week the big sort of story was about Christopher Eccleston. Now it was, um, I believe it kicked off with the Daily Star, didn't it? Yeah. It ran, a, it ran a story saying that he had accepted a role in the 50th anniversary and then pulled out. This was, uh, I suppose, it was pretty swiftly debunked, wasn't it, by the BBC? Yeah. Um, now, basically, the interesting thing was he had actually had talks with Stephen Moffat on a, on it says on at least a couple of occasions. Yeah. And so it was yeah. obviously seeing what his role would be and how they was going to bring it back. Yeah. How they was going to bring him back. Yeah. And he obviously then just decided either he didn't like the idea or didn't just didn't like the idea enough. Yeah, the set. To I mean, go against whatever he, what he'd done before, yeah. what he'd said before. It's a shame. I thought it's probably about the closest we were ever, ever. We are likely to ever get him back in the show again. There's, I can't see any other reason for him to come back. No, unless there's like a 60th anniversary or or maybe a 55. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. That that this this was the time when he could have come back and wouldn't have been having to almost go. Okay, you could just say, "Oh, look, it's the 50th." Yeah, you know, but obviously not doing it. So there we go. There we go. It's a shame. It is a shame. Uh, but maybe the role just wasn't, or his part in the story, as it was pitched to him, wasn't big enough. Maybe it wasn't worth his while coming back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, interesting that he did actually decide to talk though. Yeah, I would have thought he was just he just uh, said no out of hand. Hmm. I was sort of kind of hoping he was because he had the production team, and that was the reason he gave at the time, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, well actually, not at the time, but a lot, a long sort of afterwards, he sort of said that um, he didn't see eye to eye with the production team, which has now completely changed. So I, I was sort of kind of hoping that you know this would be a, a way for him to come back. Yeah. Because it's all completely changed now. But I, I honestly don't. I don't think that would be the reason again. No. Unless until we see. What the episode, how the episode plays out, it, mm. we don't really know how it'd been. Unless, I mean, we don't know. It could have been a totally different episode if he'd said yes. Well, that's it. That's it. You, you just don't know what the involvement of um, Tennant and Piper's role is going to be in the 50th yet. No. Well, that's going to amount to more than like five minutes screen time or something. Yeah. You know, who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a shame. It is a shame. I mean, uh, but that does go back to saying that that if he's actually been approached, then perhaps McGann has been. I would. It'd I'd, be odd. Odd not to, 
But then yeah. again, I, I don't know. I've just got a feeling that they're not going to acknowledge anything pre two thousand pre two thousand five. I really don't think yeah. they will. Which is it's a shame, really, because they they said they don't want to make it, you know, sort of looking back on the past too much. But but if it's the fifth anniversary, that is the time to do that. Yeah, and it's probably going to be the last time they're going to be able to do that. Yeah, and when they've announced who's villain in this, or at least one of the villains in this, mm. which does look back to the past. Exactly, because that's the next item on the news. That's that well yeah. done, Paul. Well done. Uh, yes. yes, of course. On um, and this is spoilerish, by the way. It's very very spoilerish, but I would imagine that everybody's seen this already. Yes. So if you um, don't want to know. Just look away now. Look away now. Uh, yes, it was announced, uh, well, not only announced, but also with a very nice uh, picture as well, that the Zygons are returning for the 50th anniversary special. Yeah. And uh, pretty damn good they're looking as well. Yes. It's a and nice. I was going to say, yeah. it's a nice update of the costume without losing the original look at all, yeah, is it? Yeah, you can look at it straight away and you know exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a Zygon, yeah. Yeah. That's how to update. I mean, we're still waiting to see how they update the uh, Ice Warriors. Yes, indeed. Um, seems to be do- be doing it more sympathetically to the older series at the moment, aren't they, than they have done with past. Mm, yeah. Returning. Yes, if you look at the uh, Silurians as a, as an example. Yeah. Of, or actually, now, maybe possibly even the Daleks with the, with the Teletubby Daleks. Yeah. Possibly. But yeah, there's no there's no mistaking that is a Zygon. It is yeah. Um, yeah, I am quite quite excited. Yeah, and and the fact that it's now obvious why they had to release information about Tenant and whatever is because they're filming outside. Yeah, that's it. And this would have been in the public knowledge by now anyway. Yeah, because BBC not released it. That's right. Because I mean, because the, the other photograph that was released at the same time as the Zygon photo was uh, the photograph of Tenant's TARDIS. Yeah, as well the uh, the external prop. I'd say not not the uh, not the interior console room, but yeah, uh, yeah. So that that was seen on the same hillsides as the Zygons. Yeah, and you can presume that he was then thus around. So we'd have yeah we'd have, we'd have, we'd know about him being back in it now. So the BBC was just really keeping themselves the bringers of news rather than yeah. That's to... right. That's right. So. That that's very 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 exciting, and but then again, who's to say they are the the main villain of the piece? Because we know John Hurt's been hind, uh, hind up. <laughs> I'm making up my own words now. <laughs> been, he's going to be he's going to be coming on backwards all the time. I've been, I've been studying Stanley Unwin, <laughs> and then I was going to say Stanley Baldwin. <laughs> oh dear. Yes, I've been studying dead prime ministers. Uh, no, uh, yes, um, yeah, he has been signed to play the villain. Now, whether that's to say he is a Zygon, yeah, um, in human form, or he is somebody else, yeah, who knows? No, he's being a fiftieth. There's no reason why it couldn't have more than. Yeah, that's right. That's right. As long as that make turning. Yeah, as long as that make it too complicated. No, I mean, even the twenty fifth, we had the odd. I mean, I mean, for all we know, the Zygons' appearance in this could be pretty much on the same par as the Daleks' appearance in the 25th. Could be. Well, 20th, sorry. It's 20th, yeah, 20th. Yeah, yeah 25th was uh, Silver Nemesis. Just, yeah. Yeah. 
that, that talk about but the five that. doctors anyway five doctors yes which, which, that, which you have which you have just what the opening scene where it's just in the corridor with I've got to be honest doctor. though that they've, they've put a lot of effort into re- redesigning this costume so I'm, I'm sort of thinking maybe it might play a larger role than than that Dalek did in the, in the 20th anniversary story but yeah but we you just no, we're just surmising. You just we? wonder, don't you? Just misdirection could be. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, now it's a pretty slow news week. So the only other bit of news we've got to give you, as we've been talking away here, the overnight figures for the Rings of Akaton have been um, been released, and it had an overnight audience of five point five million viewers, which was a twenty eight point eight percent share of the total TV audience. Yeah, slightly down on last week, which is. Or wait, it's the norm, isn't it, really? Yeah, everyone watches the season opener. Yeah. And, yeah, and after that season opener, the figures went down. Yes, yeah. indeed, <laughs> indeed. Um, now, talking of the season opener, Paul, um, you haven't actually given us your opinion on it before we move on to this week's reviews. What, what did you actually think of uh, The Bells of St. John? Um, it was okay, sort of. I don't know. It just, yeah, it was what, about, what, people, what you said last week about it being Idiot's Lantern. Yeah, the twentieth century was pretty much twenty first century, whatever. Yeah, twenty second century, twenty first century. Yeah, well, we are in the twenty first century. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and yeah, that was just and basically... Stanley Baldwin is prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So that 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 was pretty much it, really. I don't think there was a lot that was that interesting in terms of the storyline, other than that, really. Nah. No, it was a. I, mind you, I think we seem to be out of step with a lot of people on that one, because it, it's generally got you know favourable reviews from you know other, other podcasters and sort of bloggers and the, and the press. So may, maybe they they we've missed on something there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it, it wasn't bad. I mean, had had we not already had Idiot's Lantern, it probably would have been okay. Yeah, and people who haven't seen that may well have enjoyed it. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. So, yeah. oh well, oh well. That's well. Do we think this week's episode is an improvement? Well, we'll find out in a minute. After when uh, we so we, when we wrap this little section up. Um, yes, there's no um, Omega's Tat Corner this week. I'm afraid I can't. I can't find any useless tat to uh, to announce. Uh, not well, not on my feed anyway. So, uh, have you got anything else, Paul? Any other tidbits? Oh, the other thing as well. Actually, I forgot was the um, the BFI. The the, uh, the tickets for the Caves of Androzani. Now, we forgot to mention this last week. Because of the, the popularity of these BFI events selling out within minutes uh, yeah. to members and the and the general public not getting a look in, for the Caves of Androzani showing, they've actually gone to a ticket ballot. So um, the members got to enter a ballot on, uh, I think it was a couple of days last week, and it finished at 8.30 on Friday night, which had been the 5th of April. Um, and the, the ballot results would be announced on Monday, the 8th of April. And then after that, I believe it, then it goes out to um, possibly ballots or, or just on general sale to the, uh, to the public. So, which is, um, actually, I think it's probably a good move. Yeah. Actually. To, <laughs> well, to, to, on the basis that we've not managed to get tickets for any No, we others, haven't, then. but at least, at least, <laughs> at least we've say, had a chance. We had a, yeah, we had more of a chance because at least at this time it hasn't, it hasn't been snapped up by, you know, by members. Yeah. You know, within within minutes, I think you know the, the the general public should be able to get a look in on this one. Well, I don't know. I mean, no, has it only the the ballots only gone to members anyway, hasn't it? At the moment, but it's just going to be it's going to be I think a bit more limited, isn't it? That's where it's going to go, isn't it? <laughs> I can't see that there's going to be 
well, and no, he left well, after. No, well, no, I think that was the whole reason to do it. They thought, I think they're going to limit the number of tickets they're given away. Right. That's why it's gone to a ballot. So that, that's that's my understanding of it anyway. It's just so more people can get a look in. Oh, well. We'll see. We'll find out tomorrow when we when we yeah. when we get our email to say we haven't got any tickets. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. I still haven't decided who I'm going to take. If I <laughs> well, me neither. Actually, <laughs> I might have a night out with the wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, that'll be a. Good night out for Joe, wouldn't it? Oh dear. Might, You've might. hardly had a night out since we've had the kids. Come yeah, on. I know. Come on. <laughs> My treat. Come on. We're going to babysitter and we're, let's go up to town. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a show. <laughs> up to London's glittering South Bank. <laughs> uh, right. Okay then, folks. Let's, um, let's crack on. So, uh, for another week then, that was the news. Right, everyone, it's time to do our little review, little summing up uh, of the latest episode of Doctor Who, The Rings of Akaton. So we're moving through actual time. <laughs> so what's it made of? Time. I mean, if you can just rotate through it, it's got to be made of stuff, like jams made of strawberries. So what's it made of? Well, not strawberries. No, 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 no. That would be unacceptable. And we can go anywhere. Within reason. Well, I say reason. So we could go backwards in time. In space, yes. And forwards in time. In space, totally. So, where do you want to go, hey? What do you want to see? I don't know. Do you know when somebody asks you what's your favourite book and straight away you forget every single book that you've ever read? No, totally not. Well, it's a thing that happens. And? Back to the question. Okay. So. 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 So, I'd like to see, I would like to see, what I would like to see is... Something awesome. Right, Paul, as you were uh, away last week, I think it's only fair that you should uh, you should go first. What did you think? Well, I'm, this episode, I think, if you look at this episode as being such a... in terms of it being a modern fairy tale, simple story... Yeah. Um... Then you really you should enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> I couldn't look at it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I'd like to, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it just was. A, it was a simple story about a a scared child um, that was afraid of losing its childhood, and you had sort of Clara's position on that being that there she was, a scared child that had lost her childhood mm-hmm. when her mother died. So them two bonding. And, yeah, a modern fairy tale of singing to a god and defeating it. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Which would have been, you think, a simple story like that should be quite easy to do. I just found so many problems with it. <laughs> well, it's, it's funny. It's something my wife said after watching it last night. She said, because she doesn't particularly like this incarnation of the Doctor. Yeah. Uh, well, not so much the incarnation of the Doctor. She doesn't like the stories at the moment, and she said the reason she doesn't like them is because they come with a, a, a decent idea, and then it's just sort of squandered, it goes nowhere, and, and to quote her words, they're crap. Yeah. So, um... And I, I, you haven't introduced the free, the free rating system to her, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, no, I did because I said your views are not important. But <laughs> <laughs> that was generally not just about Doctor exactly. Who. <laughs> I gave you the standard NIDA, <laughs> NIDA <laughs> response. Um, now, and I think she's probably got a bit of a a bit of a point to be honest because. Well, I, th- I thought last night's episode was an improvement on last week's with regard to the fact that it w- at least it was an original story. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't poaching from previous Doctor Who episodes. Although there was bits. <laughs> well, it didn't really go anywhere again, did it? No. It was a bit... I mean, of... it, and it was, it was, as people had said, is this going to be like the beast below? And there was bits of it that mm. really yeah, were, the, wasn't there? Yeah, the scared children and, and Amy. It was, again, like Amy following the child. Yeah. To see, are you all right? It, it, Clara was doing exactly the same thing with Queen, um, Queen, what was it the Queen of Years? Yes. Mary. Um, yeah, that was, again, yeah. And it, you even right. had you even had right. the the opening scene of her appearing, coming out to the out of the TARDIS on a new planet or whatever with a new view. Mm. Sort of, you sort of mirrored the little scene that was on the DVD for the season five with her outside the TARDIS. Yeah. Being held outside the TARDIS, looking in wonder. Yeah. Amy being outside the TARDIS, looking in wonder. No, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's... Um, but that aside, I think once aside. it got going, it was, it was, a, fairly intre- it was, it was a fairly interesting idea. I, I, I didn't don't, mind, I don't the, mind idea. the idea yeah. of it. No, me neither. Um, well, I but can... just a simple, such a simple idea, mm. there was just too much that you sort of thought, well, hang on a minute, and being... I don't know. Probably too old to watch this episode. I don't know. That's how I sort of felt as I was watching it. Well, I, because I was noticing the bits that. Yeah, I mean, I, I did. Sense. I did kind of enjoy it, but I think it's more from the the point of view that the for a, you know for a long, long time that it's our first. Uh, I can't put it all totally alien episode of Doctor Who. There were no yeah. humans involved at all, apart from Clara. No. So you had a lot of good um, sort of makeup effects from Neil Gorton and his crew. Um, yeah, it was sort of like their um, Doctor Who's version of the, like the Mos Eisley from Star Wars. Uh, but the first, but the first thing that sprung to mind was possibly the Troll Market from Hellboy Two, right? Which is loads of weird and wonderful creatures milling about. Um, so I suppose you could say it was, it, was, it was sort of like a mixture of the two, but um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't—I don't think I was the only person that, that sort of wanted, expected the to be playing in the background the Cantina Band. Yeah, when they first came. Yeah, I know it was. Uh, so you know, I don't mind that if you, you know, it's um, yeah, it was riffing on on something else. It was borrowing from another source, but yeah, I mean, having that much going to that much trouble over different makeup and. For different species and whatever. Yeah. In previous ones where they've landed on alien planets, it's just really been humans minding stalls, isn't it? When they've gone through markets mm. and yeah. whatever. I mean, you still had a bit of that in, in silly wigs and everything, but yeah, I, I, no, I but did not like to that. that extent. Not to that extent. No, that's right. And I, I did like that. I did like that. Um, I thought lots. Of, the CG work was excellent. Yeah. As well, I, I, I love the. Um, that that bit when sort of Clara opens her eyes and sees like the the rocks in the yeah. rings round round the uh, round the sun and everything. Um, yeah, that that was really really well done. Um, and also the sort of the view of the amphitheater as well. Yeah. Okay, the close that you could see it was just a few extras in a very very sort of tight shot. But um, when it sort of panned out, you saw the big amphitheater and the sort of like the town behind 
or the city yeah. behind. I did, I did think it looked it looked really really nice. Yeah, you know, so there was some good work going on there. You did uh, there again. I did then find myself thinking to myself, how much of the budget for this series has this episode taken? Well, this that's the thing, isn't it? Because they did. And are we now going to get an expensive episode? Didn't it? Yeah, for for such a simple story, mm. we ended up. Are we going to get episodes down the line that don't really where you think? Well, actually, they've just done a bit more with that. This would have been a really good episode. Well, I, th- I think the other thing that went it against it was the fact it was too short a running time as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's actually my main problem with this episode in terms of the story is you don't have really any backstory as to how this has happened with this uh, planet god or whatever. No, there's just a lot of exposition. You, well, I'd say probably not a lot of exposition. No, but... there wasn't, was there? I mean, no, it just, no, it there just wasn't. is there. Right. It, this is it. This, yeah. is how, this, is, this is what happens, Yeah, I mean, I suppose and that's that. You did get sort of like a little bit of an explanation of what, why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. But I, I think really... But how, how, did that, how, did the, how did the planet Parasite stroke come to be about yeah and it's it's been it's been there for millions of years yeah and it's been kept sort of kept asleep by singing to it yeah as if there's some sort of it's been in almost as if it's been in some sort of prison Mm. and only when that beast wakes up in the box and smashes the box which then sends the signal yeah wakes it does it come alive so again that seemed a little bit convoluted and, and unnecessary yeah but it, it suggested that actually in some ways there'd been some sort of trap in the past or something where they'd where they'd kept you know they'd worked out how to put it to sleep and this was the release system for it very convoluted i know but yeah it just but it never went to explain why it was no it was the uh it was the fact that there was still even after that beast in the in the box had Sort of sent out its alarm call and, and collapsed in the in its chair. Yeah. That was its part played. They were still trying to sing to this god anyway. Yeah. So I thought, well, what was the point of singing to the alarm clock? Yeah. Then if you just if if the only if your resolution was just to go directly to the god anyway. Yeah. So it just it that's what it's just unnecessary. Even though it did look good, that yeah. thing trapped inside the box, it was quite menacing. I thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it, and it sort of it does lead to the facts of the doctor saying he's got it wrong. Yeah, in but, fact, he but, thought that was the that was what they was fighting, and then suddenly realised. But that appeared to be the only reason for it to be there. Yeah, was so the doctor could say that. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bit of misdirection, wasn't it? Yeah, in terms of that. Now the other thing as well, which featured prominently in, in the the the, uh, the poster, was the vigil. Yeah. Um, and again, that didn't really do a lot, did it? Really. No. And why was they activated before the beast woke up? Yeah. Because obviously they chased her yeah, in, why on, the, would... on the before she decides to go back and sing why why Clara's looking for her. Yeah, and let, and let, that's the thing you just sort of sur- sur- surmising did someone tip them off or was there an activation by the two by the two guys who were looking for her as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just seems to be but actually, the singing bit of it actually didn't really make any difference at all anyway. No. Because they was already activated. They was already after her. Yeah. So what happened after that was pretty much irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a bit... It's just a bit sloppy, really, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I didn't... Put it this way, I didn't dislike it like I did last week's episode. No, but just, just because it was... You 
you had so much into the we had so much into the idiots lantern and come yeah, from exactly, something exactly exactly um, and I think the other, the other sort of disappointment about this episode is the fact that Clara's mystery with the leaf has been resolved so quickly I thought there was going to be a bit more to it than that yeah um, especially because based, based really based on the doctor's reaction when he sniffed and licked the leaf in last week's episode. Yeah, it's that strange look he gave it. It's if it, it wasn't there. Was something wasn't right about it. And yeah. as it turns out, no, it was, it was just a memento of the first time her parents met. Yeah, and was it actually the same leaf? We did look a bit different to last week's <laughs> one, did. to be honest. Did to me? Yeah. I thought, well, at least get that right. Come on. Oh, no. And this is, this is my problem with this, is actually the fact that how much stuff that I actually sat there thinking, well, surely what happens there can't be. And you think, oh, I've not really bought into this at all, have no, I? No, no. Uh, I mean, like, was there any explanation made as to as to how there was atmosphere? No, none whatsoever. That, that was going to be one of the things I was going to pick up on. I mean, um, and, and on the basis that everything was supposed to be... Um, these were... We were told that the series seven was going to be all big movies and going to be whatever. Yeah. And they still was doing these sort of movie poster things for it, aren't they? Yeah. Well, obviously the the line for this film wasn't "In space, no one can hear you sing," was it? <laughs> <laughs> because how was that travelling? Yeah, I know. How did they breathe on the scooter thing between? I mean, I can understand when they come out the TARDIS. There's the TARDIS has a certain perimeter to it. Yeah, breathing. But once they left the TARDIS behind, they're on those scooters. How was there? What was there? And um, the other thing as well, why wasn't the TARDIS translating for Clara? Yeah. Although that's happened before. It has. There seems to be a little bit remiss with that fact now and again, it, it, they? It tends, it tends to work on and off, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, where, where it serves the plot, I think, is the... Uh, yeah. Is the, is the, is the, uh, the, the catch-all thing for that, but... Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> Yeah, it, it was. There were things that were. Um, and how did Clara manage to ride the bike back on yeah. her own? Ah, oh, she she's done a proficiency test in Obviously. the meantime. That's what it is. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I mean, I must admit I know, that. I know, also, I'm, I'm... also that as well. Actually, when she was coming back um, to the doctor, yeah, she was almost dodging asteroids. And I'm thinking, well, if they're going in the other direction, they're not actually spinning around the the planet. Surely they're crashing into stuff left, right, and centre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's everything as well. What happened to this this um, this little civilization? Now, now their sun's the disappeared. Planet, yeah, yeah. Now that's gone. That's the gravitational pull, obviously causing the rings. Yeah. They're, obviously, these grateful people that have given her back a her back ring. Her ring. Oh, th- thanks <laughs> are now, a bunch. Are now floating off into space with all the other debris that's that's been pulled round. What about them left, right, and centre, destroying their civilization? What I was actually thinking was, well, yeah, you can have your ring back. It's not bloody good to us now because you've killed us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you might as well take it because we're not going to be alive very long. Exactly. Time, yeah. We? No, I mean, the, I mean, and that, actually talking about her giving the ring as well. Mm. And how selfish now is the Doctor? There's all this big thing. Oh, the only thing of value I've got is my sonic screwdriver, and I need that. Well, fine. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. But surely he could have given his bow tie. In the previous episode, he was keeping it in a special box. Oh, no, yeah. So, obviously, the sentimental value for that wasn't... Do you know what? Do you know what? You you give her the only... only, You give the (laughs) only two mementos of your your family you've got left. Your mother's wedding ring, and then we'll get rid of the leaf as well. Go on. Yeah. (laughs) I've got my bow tie. (laughs) Well, I I did think for one moment he was going to give away the TARDIS. Yeah. When he disappeared, I thought he, he when he disappeared and when, when Clara went off to look for um, Mary, 
I really did think that was the whole the whole point she was going about go back and find the TARDIS wasn't there when she was going to take Mary back. Yeah. But no. <laughs> no, you're right. The Doctor was just being selfish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, was, I was going to say, I, was, I just want to try and sort of, I know we, we picked on the, what, what what did we like about it? We, I know we mentioned like, the makeup and, and the CGI and everything, but um, I suppose this one was really a character piece, wasn't it? Yeah. To a certain degree. It was more about giving you a little bit more of an insight into Clara's um, backgrounds and life, yeah. uh, how the Doctor had been following her throughout her life yeah. as well. Which was actually okay, because that's quite relevant to the mystery of her. Yeah. It isn't just her giving her backstory, and this is why I, this is why I am. It's the Doctor trying to find out mm. what her backstory is, because he doesn't understand how he can have met her twice before. Yeah. Yeah, that that that. And I mean, he was looking fine. for something that was going to tell him how she's in three places, been in three places at once, so to yeah. speak. But I did. I mean, the, 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 so that was good. I liked the um, the interaction be- between her and uh, Mary. Yeah, I thought they they were a good little pairing. But I've since found out the actress um, Emilia Jones is Ali Jones' daughter. Oh right. Hence the singing voice, I would say. <laughs> yes. Those of you who don't know who Ali Jones is, he uh, is probably most famous for singing the theme tune to the Snowman. Uh, the Snowman were walking in the air, or at least covering it. Covering it because he, he didn't sing it for the for the actual cartoon. No, did he? He's he did it for an advert. Yeah, he's the one who had the, the chart success with it. Yes, and the fame and riches that went with it. Yeah, and he's now uh, presenting Daybreak, which is a breakfast TV show. Oh, the fame and riches! Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so I thought I thought she was good, I, and I did like the scenes when they were singing to the to to the gods or the grandfather, as yeah. they like to call it. I, I just thought they, they were quite nice little scenes. I like the thing where they, when everybody in that audience gave away something that was of value to them, yeah, as well. It was just sort of, and I, I think that what the thing I liked about it was the fact that it was um, it was meant to be like a religion, but the Doctor wasn't dismissing it at all. No, it's, it's, it was, it, it's it what was, they it believe in, and it's a nice, it's a nice story. Yeah, why it causes no harm to anybody. Yeah, I'm quite happy for them to believe it. Yeah, it's preaching tolerance. Exactly. I think that's probably the the, the message behind this story. I think to in a funny way. Yeah, although it does end up with you're preaching to an you're you're, you're praying to an evil god. Yeah, you're. To a parasite, basically. Yes. It's not even a god. So I'm not quite sure as to what message that is sound. sound I, I think that's probably the, the thing that tipped it over the edge for me come the end. Because, as you say, it wasn't fantastic. But that bit of the... Uh, well, it basically just turns into a massive smiley face. Yeah. In space, doesn't it? It You know, it wasn't... And again, actually, to, in a funny way, it was actually a bit like... Um, the Impossible Planet, where the Doctor's facing down the devil on his own. Yeah. Or whatever it was. See, again, that was a little bit bit strange. But uh, Yeah. No, I... Yeah, there, there are bits on this. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice little story. It just... I don't know whether... There just wasn't enough in it for no. me. No, there, there wasn't. There wasn't. Um, I wouldn't say if it, if it gets repeated on television, I wouldn't watch it. I probably would do. Um, there were bits to there were bits to enjoy. Yeah, um, I'm not, I'm but, not but, but, sure. But not but not enough. If you see what no. I mean, you know. I, would, I think every time I'd watch it now, I'd pick out even more bits to complain about. Yeah. Now there was um, um, actually the, talking about other things. I did like the the little throw uh, 
throwaway remark the doctor made about being there before with his granddaughter. Daughter. Yeah, and I was actually sort of thinking, oh, part of me was just thinking, oh, is that are we setting something up for the fiftieth? Mm. Although is it well that more point is it just actually that the the god was called grandfather and that's what was in the writer's mind. Could have been. At the point. So it's just I, a, oh, I, I should I should mention the fact that he's a grandfather. I don't know, because the writer, Neil Cross, is his first script for Doctor Who and he's actually more famous for writing Luther. Yeah. So I'm I'm beginning to wonder I think that's probably a Moffat influence that. Yeah, that line. Yeah. I think I really do. Um and also, you had another big, and I think I, I think this is getting a bit samey now as well with the the um, Matt Smith doctor doing a great big grandstand speech at the end. It was okay. Yeah. It was it was what he was saying about all the things he's seen, secrets he's, he he knows that nobody should ever should ever know, and you know, it's sort of like the time war and the time lords, and it's in the end of the universe. And was it he said things about um, was it? Universe that defy something on the lines of defy physics created by a madman. Yeah, been in a universe that yeah defies physics created by a madman. Yeah, it was something yeah something like that. I probably got the quote wrong there, but I did like that. That that was it was good until it got to the bit where he just goes, "Oh, come on then, take it all." And it was it was yeah. all that again. It just reminded me of um oh crikey, what was the one before the Big Bang? The Pandora opens. Yeah. Where he gives the speech to all the alien races. Yeah. But actually, one thing it did um, highlight, though, because everyone saw that bit in the trailer last week, they thought he was uh, giving away his regeneration energy. Yeah. Which it wasn't, so... No, I mean, I did, I did like the bit... Uh, just the bit between him and Kara once he's realised that he's made a mistake. Yeah. I thought that was good. Um, well, and, I, you know, he's actually, saying, I, I faced bigger... Yeah, bigger fears than this. She goes, really? No, no. Of so look at it; it's the size of a planet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I did like that line. That was good. But the the other thing I I didn't get. Maybe would you say this was a a day or six machina ending again with the leaf? A leaf doesn't retain memories. No. Yeah, I mean she, the whole thing about it being the most important leaf in the universe only to your family. Yeah. Nobody else's. Nobody else's. I know that that's just a leaf to anybody else. I know that was that. That was the whole thing about giving up something that was precious, precious. To, to you. Yeah, that was the whole but thing. Why, but it. why would that then be any more rated than any of the gifts that have already been given by the people well, in the amphitheatre? Well, it was the whole thing that, as the doctor was sort of having to explain it to the audience. I, I found yeah. when it when it was sort of taking the leaf away from Clara was the fact that it was all that what was. That was to come. What might have been is infinite. Yeah. So that's why it just sort of basically imploded this this parasite. Yeah. But why is that contained within the leaf? Yeah. Surely that would be Clara. Yeah. You'd, you'd take a person would have more. Yeah. Energy than that. But then again, you could say of anybody, what's to come is infinite. Yeah. You could attain any object that's that's close to you, and said, so, well, there's that you know. There's all these like memories associated to it, but there's there's so much more to come because that's infinite. Yeah, it could have yeah, been. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, what 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 the people that was given away in the amphitheatre? Some of those may have been even more. Yeah. So at the moment, I'm holding a pen, right? I'm yes. holding a pen at the moment, 
right? And this pen is written so many letters and signed so many checks with it, but there is so many more checks to come <laughs> and letters to write. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I don't believe that, mate. You know, um, <laughs> but, but, that's, but, that's, but that's the thing. I could just go for up this pen. It's, it's of equal importance to that leaf. So, you know, it's um, I know you can't see it, this is audio, but you know, that that was me putting the pen down. There we are. <laughs> but yeah, if some um, yeah, that, that that I just didn't buy that bit at the end at all. No. I it, it just is that that would be the one thing that would destroy this. Yeah. Parasite as being too much. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. No, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so um yeah, I don't know if um I don't. I don't know if we're going to be out of step with people on this one. Because judging by some of the snippy comments on Twitter, I don't think this one went down very well. No. But people said last week's one was brilliant, which I couldn't see at all. To be honest, I really couldn't. No, I know it just is. Yeah, it's just not saying that much to me at the moment. Nah, this one. Nah. And like I say, every time I watched it, it was just every time I think I'm going to watch this, I'm just going to pick more holes in it. Now. Well, let, 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 let's never speak of it again then. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we should we rate this then? Uh, yeah, can do. Okay, right. Um, bearing in mind, folks, if we like it, it gets a sidebladder excellent. If we're indifferent to it, it gets a neither um, response. I can't remember what it is now. Your view is not important. And if we dislike it, it gets a, 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 a Sontaran. It was a mistake, and it should be eradicated. Something along those lines. So, what is it, Paul? Um. Having having said that, I probably don't watch it. I don't know. I think a Nida. I just don't. It's just it just doesn't really affect me that much. I don't okay. think I'm the the target audience for it. So okay, okay. So that's a Nida from Paul. Your views are not important. Right. Okay. I'm I'm of the I'm of the same opinion. I didn't dislike it. I I thought it wasn't as I said earlier. I thought it was an improvement on last week's because at least it was a more original story. I thought the acting was pretty good. The makeup effects were good, the CGI was good, but the story was really, really flimsy, wasn't it? Yeah. So on that basis, I will also give it a nider. Your views are not important. So there we are. We're in agreement, Paul. <laughs> yeah. I think visually very good. Yeah. Storyline, so so. So so. But yeah. That's a shame. That's a shame. There's two two episodes into the, into this half of series seven. I'm not been overly uh, overly impressed with. And now all our hopes are pinned on next week. <laughs> oh yes indeed, because next week of course folks it's the return of the Ice Warriors in Mark Gates' story Cold War. Yeah. So, um, so that's to come next week. Yes. That's to come next week. So until then, it is goodbye from me Phil. And goodbye from me Paul. Goodbye. Listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's he podcast.co.uk and please also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. 
The Who's He Podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.